0: Hi guys, welcome to The One Podcast. It's with your host, Aki, and I also have a guest with me, Maria, joining us today for today's episode as well. Um, But firstly, I wanted to mention something before I start the podcast. This week is Mental Health Awareness Week, and well, in the UK it is. Um, And the theme of this week's um, mental health awareness is kindness. So, saying that, it's really difficult at the moment for everyone with with COVID nineteen, staying at home. Our mental health is now more at risk than ever, and we are all struggling in some way or some form. And it really is hard. But I would like to just let people know that you know um, you don't need to suffer alone saying that it's uh, it's easier said than done but always reach out to your loved ones make sure you you're kind to one another you're kind to yourself more importantly spend time with your friends and family virtually and speaking to them on the phone try and keep yourself busy with you know going out maybe baking maybe cooking whatever it is that makes you feel better some mental health helplines so there's anxiety uk which is a charity supporting um, people that have been diagnosed with anxiety calm which is a campaign against living with mental health for men aged 15 to 35 Um, and there's also another one which is mind the samaritans i will put everything down in the description Um, for anyone to reach out to any of these helplines. Also, um, my, you know, my DMs and my email is more than welcome to have anyone to email if you have any, you know, if you feel like you need to talk to someone. And, yeah, without further ado, let's start this podcast. So, Maria. Hi. (laughs) So... What have you been doing to help your mental health during this time? Hmm. What have I been doing? I would say a big part of this lockdown that like I've spent money on <laughs> is <laughs> I spent some good coins. Um I've been I redid my room. So obviously yeah. you know, like going from home and everything. Um I'm my room is your is your zone, is your is your new workspace so I try to make it as clean <laughs> is clean the right word to use I don't know but just a more I don't so know it's basically your sanctuary my sanctuary it's not it's not long it's no longer my room it's also a workspace so I had to try and try and differentiate to that wow wow the English wow <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> Low. oh anyway cool so anyway I tried to make it more of a two-way street I try to make it really comfortable for me to obviously like sleep in but also try and make it a comfortable and bright environment for me to work in because obviously you need to work if you work in a bright environment because you're looking at your screen basically for like eight hours we are trying to work for like eight hours anyway so yeah I've just, I think my room has been a big part of taking my mind for things. And luckily for me, like, I live near the sea as well. So I'm going for walks. I, do you know what? I tried to do this whole work up thing. I'm still going to do it this week. I can still have a chance of, like, doing this workout thing. But do you know how everyone was doing that couch to 5K? Is that what it? Is? is it the run? The run thing, yeah. So I was like, yeah. So I kept on seeing everyone doing 5K. And I was like, oh, it can't be that hard. Like, no. I literally I was fooling myself because I remember the first day I went for a run, I was dying. I was like, "Oh my god, this is so hard." My heart was my heart was beating so fast, like it was crazy. And then it was it was honest. It was it was, was eye opening because it kind of just showed me it showed me something that I can work towards, and it kind of obviously it was benefiting benefiting my health as well. It showed me how it showed me how unfit I was and how unfit and how fit I need to be to do this five k. Because everyone that's doing this 5k in like 30 minutes, I'm just like, how? Because there was one day I was doing like a 7k run and I was like stopping, starting. It was the most difficult run of my life, but it's one of those ones. It's just, I don't know, finding different things as well, just to distract your mind from the fact that you're at home 24-7. What have you been doing? Um, What have I been doing? So I have been doing like a lot of things to keep my mind you know diverted from what's going on but I think that's easier said than done like you mentioned like it's easier said than done like Mm. what there's only so much you can do so I have been doing like morning like you know going for walks in the park that's been really good for me as well like you know just sitting on the grass and just being feeling like I'm grounded if that makes sense like in a in a hippie way (laughs) I feel grounded (laughs) you know what I mean and Mm. um, also I've been using this app it's called um, Balance it's really, really good. And it also has techniques of breathing as well. So you can change it as well. So there's like up to, I think you can do the shortest amount of time, is like three minutes, and then it goes up to 15 minutes. And um, also it just kind of keeps you like, keeps in It's basically you time. For three minutes, it's you time. You just take three minutes, find a corner in your room, get your yoga mat out, do some stretches, do whatever you need to do. I made a little corner in my room where I do my little workouts and stuff like that. That's been really good as well. So I've been using that app and I've also been like, you know, reading books, colouring, like, you know, the Zen colouring books. I've been doing that as well. And um, recently I've taken up Latin. Latin? Latin. Wow, wow, teach (laughs) me. (laughs) Latin, like I've been, I've been doing Latin, so um, if you go on Open University, they have courses that um, anyone can do, and it's free as well, so um, there's so many things you can do, like you can learn Latin, French, Spanish, so I've been doing Latin, and um, I've been really enjoying it, actually, so yeah, like I'm just doing all sorts and then obviously I've got the podcast as well. So I'm just trying to put all my focus and attention on this as well. So I mean like there are so many things that you can do like obviously last last time I mentioned as well I've been cooking, baking, you know, like there's only so much you can do. <laughs> what did you bake this week? What did I bake this week? Um mm. this week I baked cookies. Do you know, oh my days, speaking of cookies, this is actually really random, but go on. <laughs> yesterday I really wanted cookies. Really? But I was like, you know what, let me like bake it instead of buying it. So me, t- take myself to the shop looking for brown sugar because we didn't have brown sugar and we didn't have something else as well. Mm-hmm. So I take myself to the shop. I couldn't find anything. I was in that shop for a good, like this was meant to be a quick fish bash bosh job, like just quickly go and get some sugar brown sugar but you ended up buying more I couldn't bro i couldn't find anything <laughs> so <laughs> i'm I'm actually so bad because like i went to the shop and initially i went to the cooking baking section so i was like oh let me just go and get cooling rack because i know we didn't have one I, I knew we didn't have one in the house so i was like oh, okay i'm gonna get a cooling rack and then also i was i picked up some um do you know they're measuring um, spoons yeah I don't know I did not need it we had some in the house but I was like oh let me pick some up you know let's get some new ones oh I do team too much when I, I'm about to bake. cool I pick those up and then I go find my sugar and I'm literally walking down the aisle I'm like literally where is the sugar I couldn't find it so I gave up and then I was like you know what I'm just gonna make my I'm just literally just gonna buy some airline line cookies so after all of that stress of looking for cookies, not looking for cookies, looking for brown sugar and picking up cooling racks and measuring spoons, I ended up buying Maryland cookies. That was literally (laughs) my story. But no, literally, it's so annoying. Like, I really wanted to make some cookies, but I guess maybe one day this week I'll be able to make it. But Oh, don't worry. If if anything, then I will make you cookies as well and send them to you. Thank you. But saying that, um, Maryland cookies are the best. They are. No one can they beat are. Maryland cookies. Okay, okay. So what's the best biscuit ever? Go on. Maryland cookies. <laughs> don't, literally. Okay. Would it, if it, no, actually. Okay, okay. Let me let me tear it. So <clears throat> for me, it would be like a Maryland cookie. Mm. Then it'd be a milk chocolate digestive. Mm. Then I would then like you don't really have the, those are the only two that i would eat on a regular. Yeah, I don't even eat biscuits like that, but yeah, cool. Then if I was gonna like go to like old fashioned biscuits, I'll go for like a short. Is it shortbread or shortcake? Shortbread. You know the. Is it shortbread? Okay, shortbread. Yeah. But there's a really old fashioned one, right? And it's like brown, like all cookies, brown biscuits. <laughs> and it, I think it has a milk, and not a milk, a cow in the middle. Malted milk? Yeah. That one <laughs> is 10 out of 10. That is such, me Do you know how 10 elite that cookie is? That oh my biscuit. God. <laughs> but no, literally, I love that. So that's my, these are biscuits that I'm talking about. But um, mm. yeah, I do love a t- double chocolate
1: milk chocolate
0: so it'll go milk chocolate double chocolate and then that's it I don't really do white chocolate like that no you know what white chocolate is too sweet I don't like yeah it's sickly it's like really sickly Mm. but for me it would have to be um okay so I have a really weird habit and you're gonna be like what the hell Mm -hmm. so basically you know rich tea biscuits yeah I get that and then I buy a bag of Cadbury milk buttons. So the the giant buttons, yeah. Yeah. I put the button on top of the sh- uh, the rich tea biscuit, and I eat it like that. Mad. <laughs> that is <scary>. go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I don't even know why I do that. Like literally, I don't know why I do that. So that's my that's my go to. Make a whole know... sandwich. <laughs> You know, you actually know, literally. So I do that, and then I also have. um I, I love Maryland cookies, and also almond thins. Almond, what? Almond thins. thins? Have you ever tried them? Almond, no. Thins. Almond. So thins. basically, the, wow. Yeah, it's really nice. So it's like the thinnest biscuit you can ever think of, and it has like slices of almond in it. No, I can't be the only I've one never like heard of that likes these. I need to give you that. Almond. Yeah, someone needs to say to me that they know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. when I say almond pins because I, those biscuits are banging. Oh my god. I love them. If you know what I'm gonna bring you some. You know that. Next time if I see you, I'm gonna bring you a box of almond oh, yeah. pins. They are so good. Oh my god. And th- do you know what? They're not sickly as well. You know, some biscuits can when you have like have 10, they get a bit like, oh, I can't do it anymore. Mm. But those ones you can just eat. And also, um, I don't know yeah. if you know. Um, in cafe nero they have this uh this wafer biscuit and it's called locker lecker i don't know what it is and it's got like hazelnut filling wafer it's like a wafer biscuit i love a good wafer yeah that is phenomenal oh god Mm -hmm. it's so like it just melts in your mouth i uh, i just can't (laughs) i just (laughs) i really like my biscuits okay (laughs) I i love a good biscuit um so yeah so today I wanted to talk to you about something. I thought this would be really good for you to do as well mm-hmm. with me. So the other day I was watching a YouTube video and it was um, it was a video of a couple and they were talking about love languages. Yeah? So do you know much about love languages? Do you know what? I think I screenshotted it the other day, so I think I do know. I do know a few first year. About okay. Love languages. So love languages. Yeah. So there, there <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so there are five love languages. Yeah? yeah. And um, so it turns out that I did my my little test by myself the other day mm-hmm. to see what love language I am. And the five love languages are that there's acts of service, that's one of them. Yep. Second one is physical touch. Mm-hmm. Third one is receiving, receiving oh, I could not even speak. Receiving gifts. gifts. <laughs> yeah. Receiving gifts. Yeah. Um the fourth one is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And the fifth one is quality time. So I did the test and um my primary love language is acts of service so it says um so I'm going to read you the little description that come that comes after you do the test so it says your primary love language is acts of service can helping with homework really be an expression of love absolutely anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes the words he or she most wants to hear let me do that for you laziness broken commitments and making more work for them tell speakers of this language their feelings don't matter when others when others serve you out of love and not obligation you truly feel valued and loved so i thought that me and you Mm -hmm. should do the test for you on here (laughs) yeah i think we'll be uh, oh my i really i really think we should do it wow. because let's How do it there's not a lot there's not a lot there's not a lot okay, a lot. Cool. okay. so uh um... by the way guys i did not know Aki was going to do this so i'm now like oh god <laughs> okay, <cool. laughs> okay no I, I did this on purpose because you kept asking me so what's the next one going to be what's the next one going to be about so i thought let me surprise you okay. because I think it'll be. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good, and I think you. Hopefully, we'll both learn something out of this whole conversation. Yeah. yeah? Okay, cool. okay, so um, let's start. Okay. Ready? Okay. So it starts off with it's more. <laughs> <laughs> it's more meaningful yeah. to mm-hmm. me when the options are someone I love sends me a loving note, text, email for no special reason, yeah. or. I hug someone I love. I do love a good hug, though. But yeah, first one. When someone sends you a loving note or text, okay, it's more meaningful to me when someone I love gives me a little gift as a token of our love, of concern for each other, or I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with those I love. Um, two, two. Okay, it's more meaningful (laughs) to me. I don't want to hear the results of (laughs) (laughs) this. (laughs) it's it's more meaningful to me when someone I love does something unexpected for me to help me with a project or I can share an innocent touch with someone I love one okay it's more meaningful to me when someone I love puts their arm around me in public or someone I love surprises me with a gift oh that's a tricky one (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have a good gift yet but like PDA, I'm not. That's a two. It's definitely a two. Okay. Like I don't mind PDA, but no, I can't lie. PDA is dead. it's like <laughs> <laughs> the, long, the furthest I go is holding hands. It's like oh, oh my god. god. It's more meaningful to me when I'm around someone I love, even when we're not doing really anything, or mm-hmm. I can be comfortable holding hands, high fiving, or putting my arms around someone I love. <laughs> high fiving. Wait, <laughs> who high high? You high five? Wait, say that again. Say that it's again. It's more meaningful to me when I'm around someone I love, even when we're not really doing anything. Or I can be comfortable holding hands, high fiving, or putting my around my arms around someone I love. Who the hell high fives someone? How do you even answer that question? Because it's like I don't mind either. <laughs> like pick that's one, a difficult pick one. one. Uh, I'll go one. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when I receive a gift from someone I love or I hear from someone I love that they love me. Number one. <laughs> okay. It's more meaningful to me when I sit close to someone I love or I'm complimented by someone I love for no apparent reason. Two. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when I get the chance to hang out with someone I love Or I unexpectedly get small gifts from someone I love. One. It's more meaningful to me when I get to do things with someone I love or I hear supportive words from someone I love. One. I'm not the same one, just say one, but these are just, (laughs) that's generally how I feel. (laughs) It's more meaningful to me when someone I love does things for me instead of talking about doing nice things or I feel connected to someone I love through a hug. um one okay it's it's more meaningful to me when i hear praises from someone i love mm, sorry can you go back <laughs> <laughs> can you go back That's a two. do you know what it's a sticky one it's like i don't mind both but let's go over to you. okay number two it's more meaningful to me when i hear praise from someone i love or someone i love gives me something that shows that they were really thinking about me Uh let's go to two. Two? Okay. Two. It's more meaningful to me when I'm able to be around someone I love. <laughs> or One. I get a background from someone I love. <laughs> One. <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when someone I love works with special works on special projects with me that I have to complete, or someone I love gives me an exciting gift. Mm, two (laughs) do you know know what (laughs) do you know what like I said again like this is a sticky one because it could be one or two yeah it's it's a bit difficult I did struggle as well it's more meaningful to me when I'm complimented by someone I love on my appearance or someone I love takes the time to listen to me and really understand my feelings do you know what? I don't actually share my feelings, so I'm just gonna go with one. Okay. I'm actually sharing my feelings like that. Um it's more meaningful to me when someone I love touches my arm or shoulder to show their care and concern, or someone I love gives me a little gift that can that they picked up in the course of their normal day. Oh that's cute. I finalized one. <laughs> I'll literally be like oh. <laughs> so, i if someone was to do that to me, I'll literally be like, ah, oh. Okay. Oh. Okay, cool. cool. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love surprises me with a small token of their appreciation or I'm touching someone I love frequently to express our friendship. Why would you be friends with someone that you love? <laughs> I don't get that, okay? <laughs> you fully know what they're talking about. <laughs> you fully know. Do you know what? i take going to have fun, but yeah. It. <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when someone I love helps out, especially when they know that they're already busy or I hear someone I love tell me that they appreciate me. Um, I'd say two, two. It's more meaningful to me when I get a hug from someone who I seen whom I haven't seen in a while, or I hear someone I love tell me how much I mean to them. One. Right. Is that? It? Yep. Yay. I don't want to see this. Can I? Can you send me the answers before you send it, before you say it? <laughs> no, because that defeats the purpose of the puzzle. Oh, beauty really gosh. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, so Maria, are you ready? No, not really. <laughs> but it's good, it's good, it's a nice one. Okay, okay. so Maria, mm-hmm. your primary love language is quality time. That is so funny. <laughs> that is <laughs> so funny. Do you know what I was- that is so, funny. so, that is so funny. I'm going to read out to you okay. in quality time nothing says I love you like full undivided attention being there for mm. this type of person is critical but really being there with the tv off for knife and fork down and all the chores and tasks on standby makes you feel truly special and loved distraction postponed activities or failure to listen can be especially hurtful whether the it's spending uninterrupted time talking with someone else or doing activities together. You deepen your connection with others through sharing time. Does it sound like you? Yeah, it does a bit. <laughs> so I'm going to read so you... The, <laughs> I'm going to read you the percentages of your love languages. Okay. So quality time, 33%. Okay. Acts of service, 10%. Okay. Physical touch, 13%. Okay. Words of affirmation, 20%. Receiving gifts, 23%. I feel like that makes sense. That is definitely me. Yeah, it sounds like you. It sounds very much like me. How do you feel after knowing your love language? Do you know what? I feel like really great. (laughs) No. (laughs) It was eye-opening. Those questions, I feel like those are just the worst questions known as man, but... It's nice, I feel like knowing what my love language is is, has been eye-opening. I can share it with the people I love. Yeah, no, definitely. Because I was a bit nervous when I did my test because I didn't know what type of person I am when it comes to showing my love and affection. Mm. And I think um, that anyone that wants to figure out what type of person they are and what their love language is should do the test because then you can get an actual like a clear kind of vision of my love language is this so for you your love language is quality time whereas mm-hmm. for me my love language is acts of service but the reason why I wanted to do the five different type love languages for today's episode mm-hmm. was because I feel like and correct me if you think I'm wrong mm-hmm I feel like in the process of time like where I've been growing up every relationship Mm. I feel like my love my love languages have probably changed as I've grown up so right now my love language is Mm. um, acts of service but I have a feeling that my love language was not acts of service before I don't think my love language was acts of service I think I think mine was quality time. Do you do you get what I'm trying to say? No, Um, no, yeah. So what's your take on that? Do you feel like your love language can change as time goes by? As you grow up as an individual and being in, you know, like let's just say logically, yeah. So in the Mm -hmm. time of you being in your first relationship to the relationships that you could be in now, how you were then and how you are now. Wait, what do hold on, hold on. How can you say the relationships? Right? <laughs> I <Like, there's> not... am <laughs> no, 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 just saying in <laughs> general to you, like relationships. I'm saying in general, relationships. But but then, but then again, I would like to. Yeah, I would like. Yeah, yeah uh, anyway, guys, I would yeah. like to clarify that this is not about talking to multiple men at the same time. This could this could be anyone. It could be family. It could be friends. Yeah. It could be relationships. I I, I like to emphasize on the ships. Yeah. Yeah. So so this ain't about ruining no one's life. Um. So what do you think yeah. about that? Do you think we're what I'm saying makes sense, or do you? No, it definitely makes sense. I feel like if I kind of look at what my yeah, mine's definitely changed. If I was to really put it in a relationship perspective, it's definitely changed and it's grown. I feel like it's better than what it was before, Dave. But no, no, I think it's better. I think do you know what? I think it's low-key the same a little bit, but like a few of it's changed because maybe I don't know. I actually don't know what mine was before, to be fair, but, yeah, I do feel like, as you grow up, they probably do change, because you do you just value more things. Like, I think I value time. Like, spending time with someone. Like, if... Because I feel like all of my friendships, or whatever, they've been, like... All of my friendships are, like, long-distance <laughs> friendships, which is all yeah. weird. Like, whatever. So, whenever I'm with someone, or I'm talking to someone, I do like to, like... I can talk for hours with them, because it's, like, building just connecting with them and it feels like nothing's changed so I feel like quality time for me especially if you're doing something with someone that you haven't seen or been with for a long time is a definitely it's a key part of who I am today but no yeah I definitely would have said that it's definitely changed since I've grown up and I feel like once you grow up when you grow up you grow your personality changes anyway so it should change so now that that you're at the age that you are right now so for you Mm -hmm. obviously quality time means a lot so for you ideally what -hmm. are the fundamental elements that you think makes a relationship last uh i would say do you know communication is key whether you're living together, whether you're whether you live ten minutes down the road together, whether you live two hours away from each other, communication is forever going to be key. Like talking to each other. Um, I feel like knowing it's a, what type of relationship. Okay, no, it doesn't matter any type of relationship really. Any type of relationship. So this isn't even got to be romantic. No, no, but this is this is even with anyone. Like this could be with friends and with guys. Like it could literally communication is key. Like if you want, you have to show you how you feel to be happy, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I feel like um to for me anyway, if I was gonna use my love language as why it's that way, I would say communication is probably one. Um and then like I guess one thing I'm definitely trying to do more is kinda to appreciate the people that I have around me and share my feelings like, with my friends, with my family, with anyone, like, it's just being able to share it, because obviously, like I said, like, whether it's 10 minutes, whether it's two hours, like, being able to communicate that is very key, um, and obviously, I feel like before, I was never really much of a, I'm using the the love languages as a, an example, like, a base, but, Mm -hmm. like, even, like, hugging your friends, I was never a hugger, (laughs) yeah literally never a hugger even my sister I feel like I can say like I'm just not a hugger but I feel like once you like as you grow up you kind of just see that life's too short like you should just appreciate the ones you have around you Mm -hmm. and yeah but I feel like what was your actual question because I don't know if I've actually answered it so what what are the fundamental elements that you think makes a relationship stable and healthy and there's like
1: a oh okay this is
0: um I would definitely say that well, I guess with a normal okay. friendship, it's kind of knowing why you guys are in each other's lives. Mm-hmm. You want friends around you that can help you grow. Um, You want people around you that can help you grow really and truly. You shouldn't have friends and people around you that are just so stagnant. Not in a rude way, but having people around you that aren't doing anything with their lives is not motivational for me mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. So I can't be around them type of people. I can't hang around but it. it's just it's just it brings you down. It's very like a uh 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 type of feeling. Yeah. So, so basically like dragging you. Having people having people that can tell you to be like girl, what are you didn't is a key part of your friendship. Of having people, of growing in a relationship, I would say. Definitely. Um and I guess communication. So those two I would I would definitely say are a big part yeah what would you say um for me so going back to your first point where you said about um communication communication for me is definitely something that I need in a relationship whether that will be in a friendship romantic or whatever it is but my point is there's no point of communicating when the other person is not comprehending Mm -hmm. what you're saying so I can be yapping, yapping, yapping. But if you're not able to understand where I'm coming from and what I'm trying to explain to you, like able to, you know, figure out what I'm trying to say, then there's no point of really communicating because you're not able to comprehend what I'm trying to say to you. So I think what I now look in someone is comprehension. Mm. Can you, are you able to comprehend what I'm trying to say to you? Because if you're not, then there's no point of us talking there really isn't and another thing that i think is fundamentally an element for me in a relationship is respect and having um mercy on someone it sounds really like oh mercy but like mercy in a sense where you have to treat the other person with kindness and try and understand their point of view and where they are coming from and what they are trying what they that person what they're going through so sometimes you have to remove yourself from your shoes and put your shoes in in a really healthy way where you can understand where that person's coming from because this is at the end of the day we live in a time and era where everyone is going through something Um, whether that would be depressed anxiety you know like problems at home problems at work someone is going through something like there's there isn't someone that I know that isn't going through something yes they might not be vocal about it but you can just tell when someone is going through something because you can just tell by their persona right you can just tell so just say you know me for a long time if I was acting odd then you would be able to pick up on that and be like Aki this isn't you what's going on yeah so I think it's really important to understand the person on a grounded level and on a spiritual level you need to be able to read people's auras and how they are coming across um and it's hard because Mm -hmm. we i feel like a lot of the time now a lot of people are trying to rescue people and the aim is not to do the whole i'm going to save you the whole damsel in distress or the i'm going to rescue this guy type of thing i think you need to all understand that some people just want to be heard yeah and for me that's really important in a relationship where I feel like I'm being heard and my opinions and my values are being respected at all times because there's no point of me talking to you where you're not uh, respecting my opinions and views I'm not asking you to agree with them I'm asking you to agree in a sense where you're like, this is your point of view and your morals and your belief, and I totally respect that. Unfortunately, I don't believe in that, but I will still respect it for you. I feel like sometimes, with some people, pettiness could also get in the way of respect. Always, petty babies, all around. Everybody's all petty. Around. I'm, I can justify and say that I can be petty. Um, Everyone can be petty. I feel like it's just knowing when to stop and just be like... There's always there's there's a level of pet when it's like banter petty when it's like okay cool, and then when yeah. it's like when it's like getting out of line, it's like okay cool. You really have no respect for that person. We need to like know when not to stop, when to stop. Sorry. Yeah, and I think it's also really important to understand that all of us are different. We're unique in our own way. We have our own ways of dealing with certain issues and certain problems, and I think it's um. I think it's about being respectful in a way where you try to, I don't know, I I guess in a way, kindness goes a long way. You will never turn around and look at something and be like, oh, why was I kind to that person? Do you know what I mean? Even if that person does do you dirty, but at least you know that you were on your part, that you were kind to them. Yeah, 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 it's true. But But saying that, you know, like, it's there's always a dynamic of a, a lot of relationships as well it can always be one-sided like one-sided in a way where one person has bigger emotions and feelings than the other person yeah. does that make sense no, it so so um I don't know about you but personally for me how I see it as is that every relationship I have been in whether it be a friends or whether it be romantically or whether it be me trying to get to know someone one person always has stronger feelings than the other person I feel like that always happens that is definitely a big part of like room relationship it's always no one's ever gonna be on they're not gonna ever be on the same level one person's always gonna have yeah feeling one exactly one person is always gonna feel more than the other person and um that comes onto the topic of unrequited love so do you know much about unrequited love? tell me tell me <laughs> so so unrequited love or one-sided love is a love that is not openly reciprocated or understood as such by the other person that may love you is that addiction dictionary definition that's wikipedia bro she really to... <laughs> <laughs> do you know, when, do you, know when you know how your friend speaks <laughs> so it's like <laughs> anyway, Wait, do in. you want the dictionary version? No, 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 no. It's fine. I was well, joking. you know what? I've got it for you. um So unrequited love is basically not returned love. So yeah. So what's your take on that? I feel like <clears throat> what's my take? To be honest, I haven't. No, I guess I've. I feel like everyone's been in that situation when someone mm-hmm. someone loves, someone you, loves yeah, you more, and it's kind love. of awkward. Do you know what? I don't... I feel bad if I was to ever hurt someone. Like, and the thing is, it's not like I'm saying this, this sounds so big-headed, but, oh, yeah, I'm hurting everyone. But, no, like, do you know when there's people out there? This could be, like, a guy, guy to a girl, or girl to a guy. Like, a girl could be, like, a guy, <clears throat> and he's not really on that wavelength. Or a guy could be, like, a girl, and she's just like, what? She's like, no, 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 no. So it's one of those ones It's life. It's one part of life, and it's kind of... It stings. You just gotta take it by a bullet it's like i have no i have no i think this is where my heartless comes into play because i have feelings towards stores i guess you should be upset you can be upset from it but you shouldn't be obsessive about it like you should just take it as it is i feel like with unrequited love there's always baggage what do you mean with that situation um i think like you said everyone has been in that situation I personally have been in that situation where it's just a one-sided thing and my response in that situation was I don't need to be in love with you to love you whoa (laughs) I wouldn't say that I would say oh that's that's really crazy I didn't know that but like, that is how i i that's how i genuinely Straight to the point See, this is me. Straight i to like, like point. to sugarcoat things sometimes just say how it is maria like, no i can't sugarcoat no, it. I like, you know what i just because i don't like hurting people's feelings so i comes back to me hurting people's feelings like i just like oh i don't think it's about hurting people's feelings i think it's about putting a line and boundary of maybe it makes things awkward after but then the thing i don't like having like okay cool someone can say that they really like me cool but then like it's like okay cool you're trying to ruin the friendship i'm not trying to ruin the friendship but that's when at first it's a bit like okay cool i get where you're coming from when i when i say that i don't use that that lightly that term you know the whole i don't need to be in love with you to love you it's a very powerful thing to say I... wait are people saying that they love you i think that is a yes uh <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> what i was like wait, wait 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 wait! are you telling me no one has ever said to you that i love you and you don't love them back? No. No well, how would anyone i think that's weird if someone no no one's ever come up to me being like oh yeah they love me now nah. if they have no the thing is if they have i just haven't clocked it but like, they haven't used those words oh i love you i want to no that's weird like if someone says that to you full force and you guys have no connection prior to him them saying that it's just like no they're lying because how can you come and say you love someone when you don't even have a connection like well you haven't tried to build a connection with, to find out someone. but then again I think but I think the word love is very it shouldn't be used so vaguely like saying I love you to someone is like you should actually really be careful but I, I feel like that. there's a broad spectrum of love like I feel like when you say that when you say that you love someone, what do you mean by you love someone? Because there's being in love and then there's I love you. But if you're telling someone, oh, I love you, you're trying to say you're in love. No. Am I wrong? Right? No. no. Yeah, yeah. What
1: do you mean no? No. Like...
0: <laughs> no. yes. Because. What do you mean yes? You... No, because you wouldn't go up to someone being like, oh, I love you. Yeah, you can. Except no, you can't. Because if, it, to me, no, like, no, because no, 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 wait. About, no, 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 no. I'm talking about a guy and a girl. Okay, cool. I'm not talking about friends. I'm talking about a guy and a girl. You can't go up to a guy being like, "Oh, I love you," and then expect someone to feel the same way. Like, you can't go up to someone being saying that. Like, so you what? You can't, you can't love, you love your, love your guy friend. friend? You can't love your like, girlfriend. You know full well what I'm talking. About. <laughs> you can't. You can't go up to a guy and say, "I love you." No, but if you have feelings, this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about feelings. That's what I'm trying to say to you. So where do you so you need to establish a ground where you're just like, listen, me and you, we're not going to But you know full well this guy's coming to you saying that he's in love with you, like feeling he has deep feelings. So that's why I'm saying it's not right for someone if, if someone's coming to you being like, Oh yeah, they have deep feelings for you, that means they're not correct because clearly they don't know how you they like they never came to you, they you never spoke, oh like you want to get to know each other. You can you can you can never really ever be in love with someone if one person just quickly comes and says, oh yeah, I'm in love with you, with like deep feelings like that, nah, it's impossible. But what I'm trying to say to you is, you can like someone, but not love someone. Carry on. That that is a fair point as well. You can like someone, and not love them, but Mm. going back to that, it's called, that's why why I brought up the whole unrequited love, because it's one-sided. Does that make sense now? so whether you love someone or not the other person is allowed to feel how they feel so therefore they are a they they are within their means to love you and you can't take that away from that individual because that's their right that's their power they you can turn around and say to someone i don't love you and i don't want to be with you and i and i don't know understand why you're loving me but then you can't make that person unlove you no one's saying that you can't i'm not saying you can't make someone unlove you but at the same time i just feel like the feelings aren't as deep as they think it is i think they're just lost in source like genuinely when you really pull yourself out of the situation because you, can, you can't say you've never been in such a situation where you've liked someone and they haven't liked you <clears throat> but when you really pull yourself out of the situation you never want you never so lost have you, you never been in a situation where it's just like okay someone has like I don't know. Profess their love to you, and you just haven't felt that same way. One hundred percent. So there you go. But... <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to say to you. Because how do you know? How do you know that person doesn't still feel that way? Because oh, I hundred percent know this person feels that way, and it's really awkward. <laughs> so, so there you go. That's what I'm trying to say. to you know you Do you know how you, how, you said, how you said, "Oh yeah," like you could, you just don't make it awkward. It's. it's like it's impossible for you not to do that because you guys can like you guys can be cool this person can then share their his love for you or whatever and then they you can just sense it like i think things dynamics just change once someone says that it's like okay cool like you don't you don't exactly stop being 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 friends but certain conversations you won't be able to have when you're in that situation like you said like obviously you've been in that situation and yet you still want that person in your life as a friend. So then Mm -hmm. you still have love for someone. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to be in love with them, but you still have love for someone. Mm -hmm. And that's where I bring in the whole, um, I don't need to be in love with you to love you. I can still love you as the person that you are right now. Like I don't have to, I, I don't have to make it romantic for me to love you as a person because my in my eyes you hold much more weight and value in this in this position that you are which is as a friend or as someone that I can go to or someone that I have a lot of respect and value to whoever whatever they're doing you know what I mean it could be anything it could be broad you know like there's so many ways but romantic love mm-hmm. is totally different to loving someone on another level which is not romantically involved like you know what I'm trying to say so Mm. that's what I mean you no matter what you say to that person they are allowed to feel that love for you nothing we will say to that individual will change how they feel towards us because in their heart they've already got it that I still I love you man like you know like the whole I love you and I will always love you they will always have a soft spot for you we've all been there we've all gone through that situation where there has been a person that has got so much love for us but we don't feel the same way towards them and even now I'm pretty sure if something went wrong and you you were just like oh I really wish I can speak to I don't know Bob you call Bob (laughs) up and Bob answers the phone And he goes, you're right. And then you cry on the phone to Bob and say, Bob, something's (laughs) going on. Do you see what I'm trying to say? No matter what happens, Bob is still going to be there. (laughs) Bob will always be there. Mm. Bob will always be there. He will be there. You know what I mean? Like, no matter how much you tell Bob, Bob, I ain't feeling the same. Bob is going to be like, I'm still here for you, babes. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm trying to say to you. I get where you're coming from. And I see where you're coming from. But I'm saying, let's flip the coin and think on the other side. So that's where I say it's a one-sided thing because no matter how much you feel towards a person, we are not in our within our rights to tell someone, you are not allowed to feel that way towards me. Therefore, I think that you should get rid of your feelings because getting rid of feelings is not easy because someone clearly must see you in a different way. You know, like they say, beauty is the beauty is the way you behold of the I don't know something like that do you know what (laughs) you're so true I'm so stuck with this but it's so true but no I get your point I do I flip the point I flip the point around and see it from that person's point of view but I feel like I'm still seeing it in my point of view but that's okay though because that's the way that you know like that's that's our mechanism of how to deal with it but also, like, just don't you think it's a bit strange, like, okay, let's just do that scenario time, like, okay, cool, you could be talking to someone that's calm, like, it's literally just, your friendship is so platonic, cool. Then one day, this person comes out and is like, no, nah, but I'm really in love with you, like, I've been in love with you for a really long time. Out, literally flabbergasted. But at the same time, like, no one can ever be so oblivious, like, you can always sense in someone if it, like, likes you, and it's it's just the way you handle it. That's really the case. You can never not, you can never not sense, like, if someone was to ever come out and be like, you know what, I really like you, you would have known for a while. So I'm like, you can always sense when someone, like, again, I'm not being big at it, but like, you can always sense when someone likes you. Like, there's a level of being friendly and there's a level of being like, the conversation's now like, it's banter, but it's like, hmm. You just don't know, like it's a sticky, it's a sticky line between banter and like someone liking you. You get what I mean? No, no, no. And I, I do get what you mean, and I totally agree with you. But I also feel like some people don't realize it because they're so used to that person being there, and they're just talking normally. You know, like if you're if you're around someone a lot. Let's just say, for example, you're in high school, or you're in sixth form or you're at uni or workplace or whatever, whatever situation, you're seeing that person on a regular basis. Yeah. You're talking to that person on a regular basis. You're texting. You're probably going out and doing lunch, dinner, whatever, going to the pub, going to whatever it is that people do these days, clubs, nightclubs, whatever you're doing the normal stuff. And no one has mentioned anything until it comes to the point where one of you probably gets into a relationship and jealousy starts to come out. Jealousy comes out, and then you're just like, "Oh, why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel this way towards that person? Because I should be happy for them that they found someone that they they want to be with. Maybe I actually did like this person more than what I was thinking. Do you get what I'm trying to say to you? When you see it in that perspective, then you're just like, sometimes you don't know until it's too late. I feel like I'm like the queen of putting something in the friend zone whenever if I want to i shut down very quickly i think me and you are similar in that sense like i shut down really quickly like i for me it's really hard to explain it (laughs) like how do i explain this without coming across that i'm the shit you know like I'm, i'm i'm not the shit i really am not i'm really not i'm really not i'm really not the shit honestly i'm not but what i'm trying to say to you is that i have been in um Difficult situations where it's like, oh man, (laughs) how do I get out of this? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's hard as well because all those years that you've been talking to someone and you've built that friendship with them, and then they drop that bombshell on you. You And then you're just (laughs) (laughs) And you know when you're just like, okay, where do I go? (laughs) Where do I go and who do I go to? Like, how do I deal with this situation in the most healthiest manner possible? it's hard that's what I'm trying to say to you and when it comes to situations like this you don't really know what to do because you're just like uh um but then if you're me then I'm the queen of shutting down I'll just be like blunt I don't sugarcoat things I really say it how it is and I think that's my flaw as a person that I'm very vocal and I say it how it is because I can't lead someone on because my heart won't be able to take it like I won't be able to you know, that pain of, like, dragging someone along the dirt. Oh. <laughs> I can't do it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not that hard of a person to do that. Like, I have to yeah, tell you yeah. there and then, I'm sorry, but this isn't going anywhere. And unfortunately, this is how I feel. And there's nothing you can do about it. I can't do anything about it. I don't. I don't feel that way mm-hmm. towards you. And you know, like it's, it's a you one to be honest, no, but yeah. But no, but you got to understand from the other person's point of view how it's coming across. I feel like this love topic; it's a, it's a deep topic. It is. It's, it's a deep topic because there's like. Really prepare for, but. It's just weird, like when you think about it in that way, you're just like, <laughs> what do what you do? <laughs> what, what do, you do? <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought that would be interesting to talk about. Because it is interesting when you when you actually sit down and you think about it and you talk about it, then you're just like, do you know what? I never really thought about it until today. That's a lie. That's actually a lie from (laughs) (laughs) Pittsburgh. I have, I have like, obviously, you think about hurting before you speak before hurting someone. But um, no, yeah, today's topic has been very interesting. I know. Like, I I thought it would be. I think we would go a bit heavy loaded. Right, we did not was not prepared. Was not fair. So that's the whole point. You're not meant to be prepared for these type of conversations. Oh god, I hate it. I hate these type of conversations. (laughs) But it's it's one of those things (laughs) where it needs to be done because it, it holds some weight towards it. Like I recently have been thinking about that. Like when I I watched that YouTube, you know, where the couple did that whole love language thing. I was just like, you know what, this is interesting. And then it came on to the fact of but your love language is are towards every relationship and sometimes people do misunderstand your love language for more you know what I mean you know like how it's embedded in mm-hmm. us with us having certain love languages some people may think of it in another way and unfortunately that's where it comes to the whole one-sided thing sticky one sticky one indeed but yeah no I thought we'll talk about that I know you don't like it and but we did it anyway Whoop. <laughs> I knew you wasn't gonna like us. I was like, let's just do it anyway. But yeah, anyway, that's for today, guys. We thought we would um well, I thought we would talk about something like this. <laughs> Maria didn't, and she was just like, No. But um, you know, it's my it's my part-time hobby putting Maria in awkward situations like this, and um, I will do that till the very last day of my life sorry maria that's crazy but anyway thanks for having me you're welcome and a description box about the mental health awareness week as this is something really serious and your mental health is key um and yeah just be kind to yourself be safe and try and share some love around and positivity until the next episode see you all soon Bye. bye Ooh.